Hello, and welcome to a new episode of From the Honeycomb, a podcast that creates a spark of positive energy. Here we discuss all things architecture and design, to travel, exploring Vastu Shastra with a modern approach, and I connect with other like-minded women to share their story. I am your host, Katerina Burenova, and welcome to From the Honeycomb. And welcome to my 31st birthday episode. I am, I just, looking back on this last year has been so transformative and just so much has happened. And I feel like I've evolved so much. And if this is what my first year of my 30s is going to be like, I can't even imagine what this first, this next decade is going to be. We did so much with Jesse. And then on a personal level, I accomplished so much. And I just want to take an episode to reflect on this last year and share 31 lessons I've learned this year from kind of passing my exams, getting my license to we took a trip to Belize. There's just so much to cover in this last year. And I just can't wait to get started. So let's jump in. And as we begin every episode, we like to take a moment to ground down and think of something we are grateful for in this present moment. And although this past year has been incredible and amazing, and I'm so grateful for everything, the lessons I've learned, if I had to pick something that I'm so grateful for in this present moment, it would have to be my little space heater. (laughs) Because we are experiencing a cold in California, in Southern California especially, this cold weather that we're usually not really used to. I've lived in the Midwest. I've lived on the East Coast. I was born in the Czech Republic. I've had my fair share of winters, but this winter may be the coldest winter I've experienced in Orange County. And with gas prices being ridiculously expensive, our last gas bill was three times the cost of the previous month. We've decided to no longer use our gas furnace, and instead we have a little space heater. And I kind of bought the space heater as the, like, oh, I'll use it once in a while, it'll be fine. We now, that is like our main source of heat. And I just to kind of give a background on probably on the weather and like the degrees here, the past few mornings have been about 38 to 39 degrees Fahrenheit in South Orange County, and that's pretty close to like single digits in Celsius. I know that. So it's been cold, and our apartment doesn't have really good insulation. I think it hardly has any insulation. We have single glass pane windows. So as you can tell, it gets very cold. We're not very well insulated. So this little space heater has been kind of a little lifesaver throughout the last few weeks, and I'm just so grateful for it because it has provided us with so much warmth and heat, and I just love it. It's little. It's a cute little one I just got off of Amazon. I'll provide a link in the show notes if you're interested. It does pivot, and it's got a little remote control, and it has just been this little blessing amongst this cold weather. And, you know, it's been keeping us warm. So I'm really grateful for that. So 31. Wow. I can't believe it kind of feels surreal, I would say, to say I'm I'm 31 now because always it's been my 20s and then 30 was big. And now it feels like there's kind of this moment, this shift where okay, it's not a big milestone. It's not a big like 35, 40. It's, you're in the early 30s. But just in this last year, I have grown so much as an individual. So much has just happened. I mean, just thinking about you know where I was a year ago today, 
Well, I guess technically this episode doesn't air on my birthday. So a year ago from my birthday, which is March 7th, last year we went snowboarding for the first time. And I'd never been snowboarding. And I'm a huge skier, huge, huge skier. And unfortunately, the one day I don't ski, the one day I go snowboarding, I get full-blown hit by a skier to the point where the bruise is finally starting to fade. There was so much scar tissue. The girl ended up hitting me with her skis into my left femur. And thankfully, when I was sitting down, I had fallen on my snowboard. I had fallen down and I made a quick moment judgment to turn myself around and face the hill. And the moment I did that, the moment I turned and like whipped my legs around, got on my knees, faced the hill, this girl ran into me. And had it been moments earlier, she would have been in my ribs and it would have been hospital. I mean, the pain, the excruciating pain was awful, but that was my 30th birthday, but it was just a little moment. Otherwise, it was an amazing trip. We went up to Big Bear. We we're supposed to go to Nicaragua. If you listened to a lot of episodes last year, you know that our plans kind of shifted. It was supposed to be our honeymoon in Nicaragua. We ended up going to Big Bear, and it ended up being super fun. We got a cute little Airbnb, and it had a hot tub, and it was just so fun to get away. It was our first time with Jesse in the snow together, so Overall, it was just a really fun experience, fun day. And yeah, so that was my 30th birthday. Of course, I was still in the midst of my architecture exams. I ended up passing the final two exams I needed to. I became licensed, which is huge. It's a dream I've been working on for over three years. So now I have my license. We had an incredible honeymoon to Belize. I never thought I would be going to Belize and turn of events happened and there we were booking our flights to Belize instead of going to Nicaragua and it was such a a blessing in disguise and we had the most incredible time. There's, I'll provide a link in the show notes for the two episodes about Belize, but overall like 30 was just like a wild ride. Um, I just, there's just, I'm thinking of all these moments that are coming up and of course there were, you know, the highs and then the lows and some of the lows, you know, was to do with my health. Like my health this year was like a dumpster fire show. I went to urgent care twice. I have been having some health issues just kind of on and off throughout the last few months. And so there's just so much from all of these experiences that I have learned. And so that's why today I wanted to kind of sit down and talk to you guys about my 31 lessons I've learned in this last year and, and just share with you kind of, yeah, what it feels like to now I guess, be turning 31. So the first lesson I learned is you can accomplish your goals. You really can. There was a moment where I didn't think I would become licensed and I pushed myself and pushed myself. I ended up working so hard and believing in myself and accomplishing my goals. And that was just a huge lesson. Like, guess what? You can accomplish your goals. This thing that you've been manifesting, you've been journaling about, you've been meditating about, you've been telling people about will happen and can happen. And so that was a huge thing for me. You can accomplish your goals. But number two with that came, health is so important. As I just mentioned, you know, the health this year, the health aspect of my life really didn't, it was a challenge because I was putting so much pressure on myself, so much stress. My body ended up kind of telling me to slow down and realizing that health is so important. There was so many things I couldn't do this last year because of how I was feeling, because of my health. Like I said, I was in urgent care twice. I've never in my life been to urgent care. I also got COVID twice. So this past year, one of the biggest lessons probably is health is so important. And if you're not healthy, you're not able to do the things that you want to do, that you 
need to do because if you don't take care of yourself, other things in your life will kind of blow up. <laughs> anyway, now number three, which was a huge lesson. So I guess the first, yeah, first is you can accomplish your goals. Two, health is your most important. Three, and this was a huge lesson. Don't trust anyone with your money. About at the end of last year, uh, last end of last spring, actually, I was given well, actually, it was most of last spring, um, right about my birthday, actually, I was given a piece of information that had to do with my 401k, my retirement plan. And I was guided, without bringing up too many, I guess, frustrating feelings, I was guided in a way that didn't align with my financial goals. And I was directed to do something that I was told would benefit me and would be done a certain way. But because I don't want to get into too many details and I don't really want to bring it back up again because it's been since resolved. But I would have had to owe over $10,000 to the U.S. government based on this transition, this thing that happened financially, this advice that I was given, this direction that I was given by someone I should have trusted and someone who should have had my best interests at heart and they didn't. And it took a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, meetings, paperwork to get it all figured out the right way. And it really made me question, you know, I'm a young woman who is independently, has an independent income, who has her own income, who, you know, has her own bank accounts. Jesse and I do keep our own separate accounts. And so I'm someone who is bringing in my own money. I'm working hard for my money. To lose that trust in someone who you thought was going to help you with your money and then ended up kind of like stabbing you in the back in a way and like not even stabbing you in the back, but deceiving you in such a way that it could cost you a lot of money was really eye-opening and it really made me reevaluate who do I talk to about my money? Who do I talk to about, you know, financial goals? And it really made me change my kind of course in who I talk to about my money, what I do with my money. I actually was able to be connected with an incredible financial planner. He has been really amazing in, you know, we talk about my goals and find figuring out how those goals will be set and how my financial goals will be set. And it out of all of that that came out of it, I'm so happy I was connected with this financial planner, but it was definitely a shit show with the finances last year. And that added so much stress. And I think that's why I also had so many health issues because not on top of studying for exams and everything, there was a lot of financial issues that that came up. And so that's, I didn't think, I didn't know, as a kid, you don't think about like, oh, you know, finances, like I'll never have financial issues. I'll never be financially worried. But this year I definitely learned the lesson of like, yes, you can have financial issues, which brings me to lesson number four is have savings. Obviously, I've been very good with having savings, but of course, you know, the year before we came off having a wedding, but there's a lot of big things, we purchases we made. And so the savings, I'm, I'm glad I had the savings I had because they definitely made me feel a little bit more secure, but it still, I wasn't as comfortable as I wanted to be with the amount of savings I had. And so the lesson learned is definitely make sure you have whatever it is that comfort level. I know there's those, the three months of 
to cover your expenses and your savings six months. I definitely want to push myself to having much more savings than that because their things came up. There was a trip to Europe that I ended up, not to get into details, but vacation time. Then I got COVID and I ran out of sick time. And there was all these things that were kind of challenging financially after dealing with the stress of this other financial hurdle. And so it just really made me remember, okay, you have to have savings. Savings are very important. And as we are going into a recession, or if they say we're going into a recession, I don't know, but having savings is so, so important. And number five, life doesn't go per plan. And I know that's something I've learned even in my 20s and everything, but I feel like this year I kind of learned it too, is, you know, we were planning an incredible, beautiful trip to Nicaragua for our honeymoon. We had Airbnbs booked. We had the car service booked. We had everything was booked. And then due to Jesse getting COVID and some family things that were happening, we weren't able to take the trip. Although that doesn't seem like a big thing, it took it also, also, I guess, a financial blow too. We didn't get all our money back on, actually, yeah, Jesse didn't get the money back for the flights. And so there's a lot of, of things that didn't go to plan, but it ended up being so good that it didn't go to plan because then we ended up going to Belize and having an absolutely incredible time, seeing amazing wildlife. We saw manatees. We swam with sharks. We swam with turtles. We made friends with a crocodile. We saw iguanas, monkeys. I mean, you name it. We, we saw seahorses. We fed stingrays. I mean, it was absolutely an incredible trip. And so sometimes when life doesn't go per plan, you just kind of got to you know roll with the punches. And number six, if you want to grow, you'll have to challenge yourself and get out of your comfort zone. And this is one that I kind of recently learned is I want to grow. I've, you know, I've established, I've gotten a, my architecture license. And now I don't want to give away too much because actually the more of this information is going to be in my newsletter. So quick little plug, March 7th is when my newsletter, my first edition of my newsletter comes out. It's a spark of positive energy in your inbox. And in this newsletter, I'll actually be sharing this big news, this thing I did that kind of got me out of my comfort zone that I'm super excited to be sharing about, but I will be sharing about it more in the newsletter, not as much on the podcast yet because I'm not ready for that. So it's only for those select who subscribe to my newsletter. So I'll provide a link in the show notes for that. But that was a big lesson I learned is if you want to grow, you have to challenge yourself and get out of your comfort zone. And number seven is trusting yourself. As I mentioned, I had, you know, the financial challenges that came up and it really made me kind of dig deep in and, and trust myself, trust my gut and trust that I know if something feels off, if something feels too good to be true, it might be. And just remembering you have that gut feeling for a reason. Trust yourself and trust that there's a feeling for a reason. Number eight, don't give up on your dreams. As I was at the like end of my architecture exams this past year, I just, I couldn't give up. There were definitely moments throughout the whole exam process where I'm like, you know what? I'm throwing in the towel. I'm done. This is, I'm over it. I've worked too, you know, I'm tired. It's never going to happen. But I didn't give up on my dreams. And those dreams are just now only multiplying and coming to fruition. And those dreams are catapulting me to even larger dreams faster than I had imagined. And so I am just. But I'm on this high of this cloud and I'm just floating because this dream of mine has actually come true. It's just, it happened sooner than I thought. And that's what's going to be in the newsletter. So don't forget to subscribe. But 
it's just I'm floating on this dream, this thing I've been manifesting, and I'm so proud of myself for not giving up on my dreams. And now number nine, this was the big one, is you're on your own timeline. As many people in the, you know, born in the now mid-90s know, when you're coming up on a big milestone, especially your 30th birthday, society puts a lot of expectations on you on where you should be in life, what you should have a house, a kid, you know, a great job, a big 401k, a car maybe, you know, all these things that society puts on you, especially women, and you have to have all of this. And if you don't have all of this, you aren't accomplished. You are, you know, what are you doing with your life? You're, you're 30. You know, by the time I was 30, I didn't have a kid, you know, don't have a kid. I didn't have my license. That was a big thing for me is get licensed by the time I was 30. And I'm including this whole year as being in my 30s. So technically I did get my license in my 30s, but there's of course still, you know, things and I'll compare myself with other people, especially on social media, like, oh, I wish I had a house. I wish I had, a, you know, with a kid. And But I'm on my own timeline. The way my timeline has unfolded, especially over the last few months, especially after the moment I got licensed. Over the last few months, my goals and my dreams and my plans have really unfolded at a pace that excites me and surprises me. And I'm, I'm, you know, it's, I'm in this moment where I had these goals on my list, on my, you know, my yearly goals for so many years, and it's finally happening. It's finally coming to fruition and realizing I'm on my own timeline. It has been just so life-changing that yes, people are doing certain different things in, you know, in their time, but I'm on my own timeline and I'm accomplishing the things that I want to accomplish in my timely manner. And that was just such a huge lesson I learned this year is I'm going to get everything done. I'm going to get what I want in life. It's just coming at my own pace. And that was something really important. And so of course, with that is number 10, stop comparing yourself to others. I definitely feel like the more I've become just so confident in myself and sure of myself and sure of my plan, sure of my timeline and knowing that, you know, I put the efforts in, those things are going to happen for me. I'm not comparing myself as much. Of course, I'm human. I do look at other people's, you know, social profile, social media profiles and I'm like, oh man, like, ah, you know, that person has this and I, you know, I caught myself doing it the other day, but I realize now there's no point of comparing yourself to others because only kind of makes you feel bad about yourself. We don't want that. We don't want that going into year 31. So that is a lesson I learned. And to go along with that is lesson 11, your body image. And I've really learned this last year to love my body as is. Of course, you know, in my 20s, I would compare myself to, you know, once I started being on Instagram to like yoga models and influencers and stuff with all these health issues, I wasn't able to be as fit as I wanted to this year. And so, of course, you know, I'm at the beach and you see other, you know, girls around, I would see other women and girls around me and I'd be like, oh man, like they're so much more fit than I am. And I had this realization one day at the beach this past summer and I looked down at my body and, you know, I used to kind of have a six pack and this past, you know, year, I just, I didn't really focus on, didn't have the energy to, to work out, but I kind of looked down at my body and I was like, you know what? You got me to, to being in my thirties. Like you have done so much. You have carried me so far you know, you've been with me through sicknesses, through the ups and the downs. And I kind of just looked at my body in, in the swimsuit and I was like, you know what? You're hot as fuck. Like you have a great body. And it doesn't matter if I don't have the six pack right now. Like my body is what it is. You know, I am starting to get little beauty marks, little 
spots, little freckles, but I'm really embracing them. And early on in my early 20s, when I had my my previous blog, I had a blog called Dream of Adventures, I actually started to Photoshop a little bit by bit, you know, lines on my face and little freckles. And I never got too much into like the body dysmorphia or I would if that's what it's called, but like editing, you know, my limbs and my legs. And, you know, I would definitely airbrush a lot of stuff. And, but now I notice in a lot of photos, I just don't really give a damn. Like, yeah, you can see, you know, me smiling and I have a little crow's feet and stuff. It's loving my body is as is. And like all those lines and all of that, the changes in my body, like I'm just so, so in love with my body even more. And I'm so confident in myself and how I look and it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes I go, "Ah." I don't think about like weight on the number on a scale for me being healthy, strong and fit is like, that's how I know I feel good. And my body right now is feeling so good and so strong and I'm so like feel powerful within myself. And so I'm just so proud of my body. I'm just gonna give a little hug, myself a little hug. Yeah. And number 12, lesson 12 is don't force anything. And this is someone who is very impatient. I definitely feel like I force things. I push things. I want them to get done sooner. And I noticed if I force something, push something too much, just uh, it kind of backfires. And so that was a lesson just all in all I kind of learned this year. And yeah, just don't force anything. The more you force it, it's it's just going to kind of like explode. It's like if you're trying to force something like if you're trying to like force a, you know, square peg through a round hole and you force it and you force it and you're going to break the peg. So that's kind of, um, yeah, that's just, that's a lesson I learned. Just don't force anything. And with that means 13 is patience. Although patience is, I think for me, is going to be a lesson I will continue to learn in my life no matter what age I am. Patience is not something that I'm very good at. And I'll be the first to admit, definitely like something I need to work on always is patience. I am so impatient. Um, Jesse makes kind of a funny joke sometimes about like my impatience is I was standing next to the tea kettle by the stove. I was like really frustrated, really impatient. And he's like, what's going on? Like, what, what's going on? Why are you impatient? And I said, well, if the water could just boil faster, I would be a lot happier right now because I've got stuff to do and I'm just really impatient. And so he just turned the dial to, it was from like medium high to high. And he's like, maybe this will help. I'm a little impatient, <laughs> impatient one. So I'm just very impatient. And I've definitely learned, I feel like I've added a little dose of patience into my patience jar. I just, my patience jar is still very empty. Who knows? Maybe at 60, I'll be a little, I'll be like twice as patient, but we'll see. And 14 is trust the process. Really trust the process. That kind of goes back to my architecture exams is, you know, so oftentimes I was thinking, why is this so hard for me? Why am I struggling? Why am I failing? This is so frustrating. I was impatient to just be done with the exams, but I really learned to let go and just trust the process. I think by letting go and not like getting too into the weeds of like, why isn't this working out? Just letting go and just trusting the process really has really just helped me this last year. And number 15 is slow down. You will get things done. This has been something I feel like I've definitely started to, I want to say master, but I've definitely have gotten better at. I will proudly say, is slowing down. I feel like there's those mornings or those days like I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to get all this stuff done and I'm 
I'll come home on on Fridays. We have half days at my office, and I'm like, okay, I have to, you know, start the laundry, do the dishes, take the dishes out, make lunch, everything. And I have so much to do X, Y, Z. And like, I'm running around screwing and I'm like super frustrated and super tense and realizing if I just slow down and just do one task at a time, I'm going to get it done. And I'm probably going to get it done faster than if I was frantically running around like a chicken with my head cut off. All right, 16. Don't go snowboarding. Um, That was the lesson I learned on the first day of being 30. As I mentioned earlier in this episode, I got really hurt snowboarding. I don't think I'm going to be going snowboarding anytime soon again. I definitely am a skier. I love to ski. I've been skiing since I was like three. I'm going to continue skiing. I'm never going to snowboard. I'm, I don't want to say never say never. And lesson number 19 is create boundaries with family. I think this is one I'm definitely starting to get better at. And the lesson is creating boundaries with certain family members. And you know, family without, because I know some of my family listens to this podcast and I'm not talking about anybody specific. I'm talking about in general is, and this also goes with friends and family, just really anybody is setting up boundaries. And I guess, you know, a few parts to this. One is when I was studying for my exams, I put boundaries around everybody. And towards the end, like I would completely shut off from the world from at least from family and friends. Like you need to talk to me. If there's an emergency, call Jesse and he will filter the information that needs to be filtered to me. But I'm super focused on this goal. I do not want to deviate from it and like have stresses while studying, but also creating boundaries with family as to what I share with them. I think, you know, when you're a kid, you want to, you know, share everything with everybody and sometimes, and this was a lesson from actually from when we were planning our wedding is you get excited, you share a lot with family because they're your family. Like you used to tell them a lot of things and then it ends up backfiring and like they backstab you. I can say that because I know that part of the family doesn't listen to this podcast. I don't even know if they know that it exists at this point, but just creating boundaries with certain people and, you know, whether it's family or friends, that's a huge lesson I learned this last year. And it's very important. Because you got to set boundaries. And I guess that coincides with lesson 20 is letting go of friendships. I think over the last really two years, uh, I've let go of a lot of friendships, childhood friendships, friendships that, you know, there's this this saying, and I think my mom told me about it, is the people on in your life like ride with you in the train and you're on this journey and your, your life, you know, you're in the train and, and certain people ride with you like in your, I don't know what it's called in a train, like your cabin, your cart your wagon, I don't know, whatever, the compartment. So they're in the compartment with you as you're, you know, going through life on this journey. And sometimes they might move to a different compartment, you know, move to a different train. And sometimes they get off the train. And I think definitely within this last year, for sure, I've, I've let a lot of friends have and family have, have left my train. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard saying goodbye to certain friendships and, you know, maybe later on in life, you know, you know, we're always growing and always changing. I've also invited lots of new friendships into my life. I've, you know, really grown, um, I think, with us being more social lately, especially with my exams done and the world opening up again. I've really created some really amazing friendships. And even through the podcast, the community, like I've really opened myself up to more. But by opening up myself to more, I've also had to let go of certain friendships. And it's been sad. Of course, like mourning, it's not like losing a friend. I did have to mourn a few deep relationships that I have kind of let go. But, you know, in time, you know, maybe we'll reconnect, but it is, it is what it is. Number 21, go for it. Just go for it. And I think with this one is, 
I was so nervous to ask to have guests on the podcast. Putting yourself out there like that is like even now when I reach out to guests, I'm still so nervous. I don't know if it's like a sense of rejection and I'm not worried about getting rejected rejected because the people who have said they don't want to be on the podcast have had like their own personal reasons. Some people are like, I'm too, I'm, I'm too busy or I'm too nervous. I've never been on a podcast. And of course, whatever reason that's given to me, everyone has been really polite in saying, you know, in declining my request, but still putting yourself out there and hoping that this person resonates with what you, you know, what your latest episode was or what your last post was is definitely something I'm always a little nervous about, but I've kind of just been like, you know, just go for it. Like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like, yeah, they'll be like, "Mm, no, I don't want to. Thanks. And like, that's it. Like, it's not someone I'm going to run into. A lot of my guests and a lot of the people I reach out to because of the, the community I've been creating is honestly, most people have been like out of side of the US recently. And so, you know, it's not like I'm going to run into them at the grocery store and be embarrassed, but it's, I'm just, I've been putting myself out there so much more. 22. I have to laugh at this one. So well, a lesson I've definitely learned this last year is there's definitely a thing as a two-day hangover. I didn't believe it, but it happens. You reach a certain age, and I'm not even talking about, like, I'm not getting wasted and, like, out all night. I don't know what it is. My first two-day hangover, I probably had a bottle of wine one night in maybe like a six hour span, I think it was like, you know, you start drinking as you're making dinner, then you have a glass at dinner. And then for some reason, that bottle just hit me. And it was like two days of recovering from a hangover. And I was like, wow, like I, you know, this is different. And I've heard about it. I heard about it as you get older. I think actually might not even be the first year. I think, yeah, no, it would have been the first year I would have had one, maybe, maybe late 29, but when I was 29, but two day hangovers are a thing, unfortunately. So that was kind of a lesson I learned. Now lesson number 23, rest when you can which is something I've recently learned, like very, very recently. I actually had COVID back in February and I also had it back in October. And when I had it in October, I had just come back from Europe, super jet lagged, exhausted. I had already had a cold while I was in Europe. It was freezing cold for me in Europe. Got back to the US, had to immediately start studying for my last architecture exam and was also working like 40 hours a week from home because I had, I couldn't take more time off. Like I had already lost a week of work that kind of had to go with like the financial stresses of everything. And cause I didn't get paid for one week because I ran out of vacation time. So there was all this going on. And I told myself, okay, because I did not rest. I did not rest at all. I pushed myself and pushed myself. And I think a lot of some of the sicknesses that came after COVID are due to me not taking a break and listening to my body. And if I had listened to my body, I would have definitely rested more. And this last time when I had COVID, when I realized I had COVID, you made a pact with yourself last time. And so this time now that you have COVID, you are going to rest, you are going to relax because your body needs, like this is the universe telling you to slow down. And that's exactly what I did. And I had the best week ever. It was like a staycation. I was thriving. I was really relaxing. I slept so much. I relaxed. I got on my yoga mat. And I'm getting back to being on my yoga mat almost every morning, even on the weekends and weekdays. It's just taking like 20 minutes to stretch. And just I realized like you have to rest. Like if your body is telling you to rest, rest. Because 
rest is so important. And that goes back to the whole health and just staying healthy. Now, 25, what will get done will get done. And I know that kind of goes to a previous lesson and it goes to just things will get done when they get done. I'm not some like running a ER or like, you know, doing surgery, like brain surgery or heart surgery, like things will get done when they get done. I'm not the putting the pressure on myself to get things done has just been a lesson I've learned is like things are just going to get done when they get done unless there's something that absolutely needs to that is going to like save the world or like, you know, has to be done like or heaven forbid like taxes, you know, things there are certain things that need to get done. But other things just let it go like it's going to get done when it gets done. And unless it has like an, an imminent date that it needs to be done, it's going to get done. Just don't stress about it. And so with that is also a lesson about accomplishing tasks with balance. And I actually have a podcast episode about this. I'll provide a link in the show notes for that as well. And just learning to really accomplish tasks with balance. Like it goes back to, like I said, don't stress about things. Try to hurry and rush stuff. But like you're going to get things done when they get done. And accomplish it with a sense of balance because then when you accomplish a task with a certain amount of balance – the effort you put into it will be shown in whatever it is that you were doing, whatever product you were working on, whatever task you were working on, you'll put that positive energy into it and that productive energy into it and it will get done. So, but accomplish tasks with balance. And that goes with lesson 26, where your focus goes, energy flows. Of course, this was a huge lesson I learned is when I put certain focus on energy into something, things started to manifest that ended up going with my exams the podcast, my social media, my Instagram, like I kind of struggled. I was like social media, like, you know, there's all these algorithms. You have to do these reels. You have to post this. You have to hashtag this. Da, 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 da. And it's like, that also got super stressful. And I ended up being like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun with it. I'm going to post when I want to post. I just, I'm going to put positive energy into it. And I put this positive energy into it. I put fun focus into it. And I've been seeing like a growth, like a natural growth. Like I'm not, you know, a million followers. I don't even have a thousand. I think at the point of this recording, I have like 389 maybe or something like that. And I'm happy with it. Like I'm really happy with everybody who follows. I feel like I have a great engagement and I'm building this community. Like I, doesn't matter the number to me. It matters like, am I connecting with people? Are people like interested in what I'm posting? And am I having fun posting it? Or is this becoming a job? Because this job isn't paying me anything, so I need to have fun with it. So yeah, kind of like a big, huge, all-encompassing lesson. Lesson number 27 kind of goes back to body image is I know what companies to shop at. I know what fits my body type, and I've kind of picked like a formula or like I know I mostly shop on Poshmark. That's kind of my go-to. Actually, the top I'm wearing right now is this was actually the top. This dress um, was actually for my 30th birthday. This was what I was supposed to wear in Nicaragua for my 30th. And I ended up wearing it in Belize for a special dinner we had. But I know what fits my body type. You know, I can have fun experimenting, of course, like, but I know what looks good, what like shows off the good. Like, I love my back. Like, I love when my back is exposed. I also love like my shoulders. Like, I know what fits my body type so I feel confident and comfortable in it. I think that's a huge lesson. Like now I know, I know what brands I like. I know what size I am because I shop so much online. Of course, there's a few things like I did buy a dress back in fall off of Poshmark that I thought would be really, really cute, really pretty. It was kind of a little, little bit more out there. It was a little different than I usually buy. It totally did not fit. It did not make me feel confident. I still have it. If you're interested in it, let me know. It's like a white, anthrop- it's a yellow anthropology dress just didn't really fit the way I wanted it to. 
and it just kind of looked a little different on my body shape. It's a beautiful dress. It's really beautiful. Maybe I will, you know, try it again in a couple months, maybe see if my, my taste has changed, but I feel like I really now know like what companies and like what type of clothing I want to wear so I can feel, you know, myself. And now lesson number 28 is I know I can surpass like my perceived physical limit into some capacity. And I especially learned this through hiking. Like this year, we did so much hiking. We did hiking in Zion. We did hiking in Topanga. We did hiking like here, like in South Orange County. I'm trying to think where else. We did hiking in Lake Arrowhead. Like we did lots of hiking. And I think I've hiked the most I've ever hiked in my entire life in like one hike. There were definitely moments where I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't know if I can do this anymore. Or like we went on a few hikes, especially after having like COVID where I was like, my body can't do this. Like, I'm so, I'm so done. But I've definitely learned that my body, I can push my body more. Like, my body is stronger. It's more my mentalness. My mental mind is like, you know, you can't do this. Like, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna die. Like, it's gonna be awful. Your body's gonna hurt. But it's getting out of that, like that, they, what is it in Buddhism? They call it the monkey mind. Getting out of that monkey mind and just like trusting myself. Okay, you're going to, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna hike. Your body is strong. Like, my body is strong. Number 29, I choose to see the light and the positive and not dwell so much on the negative. And that was a huge thing I've recently learned actually, which is really trying to find that positive again. And I feel like there's a lot, there's so easy for us to get stuck on the negative and like throw ourselves a pity party. Be like, mm, no, I don't think, you know, this isn't working out for me. Like this is negative and da, da, da. And you, you can feed off of negative energy so quickly and like we can consume negative energy and it can really, it's just easier like to be upset and to just be negative. And it's like really within the last few weeks, I've really tried to focus on the positive during certain things, especially there's certain aspects of my life that I'm just not happy with. And so, but I can't change those certain things. And so looking at them through a positive lens, through a positive, you know, note that helps me really just, yeah, see the light, see the positive, And that just kind of shifts your perspective. Lesson 30 is I've learned to be such a confident female professional. And I don't want to say that like, I know the splash of modesty, but I think having gotten my architecture license this last year and then just becoming more confident in myself just professionally with the vocabulary and the projects I've been managing, the experience I have, and like really asserting myself is I have really gained just this confidence. And because of, you know, what's coming in the future and what my goals are and just I've really... I just feel confident and like, I don't know how else to say it, but I'm confident in myself. I've always been kind of confident in myself. I know I said that something that was one of my gratitudes a few episodes back, but like really, I feel like, you know, not that age kind of defines you and I'm always the youngest at a job site, but like, I'm not like some 20 year old something. I'm, you know, a 30 year old woman, 31 year old woman now who is just confident. Like I know where I stand. I know, you know, what my role is when I get to a job site. I know what certain things, like, I just, I'm confident. I know what I'm doing. And that's been huge. I guess really the biggest one, I mean, I know I kind of touched on it is like the importance of rest. And that really comes back to just having COVID recently and just resting. Like, and I'm, don't have the energy I did when I was 20 and 21, but I definitely know like, you have to rest. Like you have to let your body rest so that you can do all these things in life. And I have so many plans and so many goals and so many, I like so much I still want to accomplish. And like, I know this next decade is going to be freaking awesome, 
but I need to rest. Well, that concludes my 31 lessons I have learned in this last year. I'm super excited for my birthday. My newsletter comes out, my first edition newsletter, and I would love for you to sign up. What's going to be included in this newsletter is I will be sharing a lot more personal information, things I don't share on the podcast, things I don't share on social media. I will be sharing with you a Vastu Shastra tip of the month. And also, this is only a monthly newsletter. I should preface that. Like, you're, I'm not going to be spamming your inbox either. Like, I understand, like, your time is valuable. The amount of probably emails you get, I want this email to create a spark of positive energy in your inbox where you're like, hey, look, it's the 7th. It's always going to come out on the 7th. It's going to be positive stuff. It's going to be a few articles from the world of architecture that I think are fun, yet very intellectual and, like, interesting to read. And I'm also, which was an idea from my friend Julie from The Mindful Potter, who was also a guest on the podcast, is we are going to start a book club. So there will also be a book of the month, because I love reading. I love reading books. So we'll have that included. And I'm also making a very special kind of, because it's the first edition, if you are part of the first edition on the newsletter... I will save all of you. So whoever has subscribed for the first edition, no matter what will come out for me, because I have a whole bunch of things coming down the pipeline as far as workbooks and like all these things, products I'm going to start creating. If you're the first part of my first edition of the newsletter, no matter what I come out with, you will always get it for free, regardless of any workbooks, because I, there's lots of ideas coming now that I don't have to study for my exams. Lots of lots of fun stuff coming. No matter what, if you're in this first edition, I will provide all of that to you for free for a lifetime. So don't forget to subscribe. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like it, please give it a heart, a thumbs up, click the follow button so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes. Thank you so much. And you can follow me on Instagram at From the Honeycomb Podcast. Thank you so much and see you next Friday where I'll officially be 31.